0: What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm i not promoting it, but i like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. Uh, My high cold beer tonight. <laughs> Good stuff.
1: That's our way to let everyone know that it's Friday at 5. Congrats, you made it. Every time Great you hear time. Sam Pittman, then ah, it's the weekend.
0: Ah, good stuff. And, we, hey, man, we've had plenty to talk about uh, today. We started off hot with uh, Marvin Mims at the NFL Scouting Combine um, talking about the route tree that he had to run at Oklahoma or lack of. Um, It wasn't a negative comment by him at all. He was just stating that, you know, wasn't asked to run a bunch of technical routes, which I don't know what college offenses are asking guys to run a bunch of technical routes. I mean I I don't think there's any. But
1: Well, okay to that I point. That to that point. That, that that's interesting because I watched Texas in person 2 years ago and Sark's supposed to be this brilliant offensive mind, right? Well, mm-hmm. I saw them basically run bubble screens and go routes against OU. Yeah, and to be fair, maybe that's all you needed to do with that OU defense—is run bubble screens and go routes. But I, I've seen Texas in person a couple of times now with Sark, and I haven't seen anything that's just like, "Oh my gosh, look at the look at the routes that these Texas wide receivers are running." No one else is doing that. It's pretty simple.
0: Well, I I think almost every offense in college football runs some type of combination of the same handful of routes i mean as a as a wide receiver you're running go route seam route um a post seven deep in deep out dig come back on the sideline slants bubble i mean i I don't know what what's missing i mean every now and then our team's going to run a a double move a stutter and go or something like that yeah, but it's not it's not an every down type of thing or every like you may one run one of those a game, two maybe if you've had a bunch of success with it. You know, and and I think Mims actually even ran some of those for us. You know, so I I don't know. I think it's a big issue that's been created whenever he meant nothing negative by by it and OU's offense is not out of the norm in college football. Like I said, uh, you know, when we started off the show, you have different rules in college than you have in the NFL, and the rules that we have in college football allow for what you see these offenses do. You're going to have a lot of RPO driven stuff that aren't complex routes. It's the quarterback is going to put the ball in the belly of the running back and and read a a defender, and if that defender moves up towards the run, he's going to pull it out and throw, which isn't even really a slant. It's just like basically a go route to the open area behind the defender. I mean, it's let's just that's what the rule set prioritizes.
1: So, so that's big story number one today. Marvin Mims saying uh, at the combine, "Quote: Oklahoma didn't ask me to run a technical route tree because I have a trainer, or but I have a trainer and run more routes." I just wasn't asked to do it for Oklahoma, end quote. Teddy's saying, just don't even, I mean, you can pay attention to it if you want. Don't get upset about it uh, one way or the other. Big story number two is Ross Dellinger. Now, he put out what the three yearly opponents is going to be for every single SEC team, including OU and Texas, and he's saying, look, this is not final, but we're talking to sources, and this is our best guess after talking to a lot of people, what it's going to look like. OU's three yearly opponents, according to Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated, Texas, Missouri, and Florida. And we've had pretty mixed feelings so far on Florida. I think the only downside about Florida is it's not necessarily a drivable destination. That seems to be the only beef that listeners have with that.
0: Right. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, Florida's been also wildly inconsistent recently but I think we all still feel like um, it has the chance to be something that turns into a really good little back and forth between the two schools. Maybe not. You know, there is a lot of distance between those two schools, but I think, I think we have a fan base that's maybe hungry for something new. And this gives you an opportunity to develop something year by year, you know, Texas, we know what that is. And, Missouri, we haven't played them in over a decade, but there's still a really long history there already. So, you know, it's, I think you had to start something new with someone, and I think Florida's
1: a pretty good option. I never, like, six months ago, if we would have had this conversation, like, hey, OU's going to have, they're going to have two opponents that you could guess they're going to have for this 3 6 model but one random I don't Florida wasn't the obvious answer here and I'm not no. bummed by it I'm excited by it but I wouldn't like a random opponent I would have picked Bama before I would have picked Tennessee before maybe even Georgia before I picked Florida so it's it, yeah. it's very random but I think it's a good idea by the SEC to generate a new rivalry I mean I tend to think that if you were to play it every single year it would turn into a rivalry do, do you disagree with that or do you think it could turn into something?
0: No, I think, it, I think it turns into a rivalry for sure. You know, we are kind of, we, we, we've been in the current Big 12 for a decade where we've played everyone in the conference every year. And it's kind of like, I think it's changed our perspective on some things. And going back into a conference where you don't play everyone every year, and you're only going to have three schools that you play every year, I think that's think that's quickly going to develop into something in all of those games, even with Missouri.
1: I'm looking back at Florida's like past five years. So last year they were six and seven. The year before that they were six and seven. In the COVID year they were eight and four. And then you got an eleven and two and a ten and three. So there's a there's there can be some turnover in the SEC, but we're uh, we're talking about three consecutive years where it's you know they haven't won ten games. Yeah. Well there, here's a four and seven in twenty seventeen. Jeez. Who's that? Florida? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it really is kind of feast or famine with them. When they got it going well, and they got the right coach, like they're very scary and they're gonna be very tough to beat, but Like, I I don't – like, Florida is is way more beatable than maybe what people immediately think. Like, they've thrown out some stinkers there here recently.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing, and and that is definitely true. But here's the thing. That is – that's the norm in the SEC is to be good, to have it rolling, and then – whenever you, you lose momentum and fall off you take you you kind of take these big
1: yeah there o- outside go of way w- down. outside of one team for the past 10 years that hasn't yeah. applied to just one team but oh lsu has been the poster child for exactly what you're talking about
0: yeah it's i don't know I'm, I'm i'm just trying to think and i'm i'm trying to bring it up here just got some some slow internet but i the 10 win season Thing is I don't think that's very common in the SEC. Now it's common for Alabama and Georgia now, but outside of that, it's not something that you just you see nonstop is is all these ten win seasons. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Text so, line says, Is weed legal in Florida? If so, I'm down. That's from the nine one eight. I don't believe it is. I have no idea. I doubt it. Um, 405, beating Florida in Florida will be huge for recruiting. It will help, yeah. I mean, I don't think if you start beating the Gators every year that all of a sudden you're – here's the thing, man. Florida actually isn't the team to beat in the state of Florida these days. Georgia and Alabama are the teams to beat in the state of Florida these days.
0: Which is crazy
1: to say, but that's reality right now with recruiting.
0: It may be – Let's see here. What team, Tyler, do you believe, as I bring it up here, the, uh, of the teams in Florida last year, who had the best recruiting class? It oh, definitely
1: boy. wasn't Florida State. Oh, it was Miami, right?
0: Is that right? Yeah, they were, they, yeah. They were top ten, weren't they? Yeah,
1: they, they ended up dropping because they lost, um, they lost one of their five stars, but they were top five there, I think, for a, a decent stretch.
0: Yeah, they lost the old what's-his-name kid, the uh, the quarterback, right? Which I don't think he ended up being a five-star, but... I think um,
1: I'm thinking of Cormani McLean that ended up going to Colorado is who I'm thinking of, Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So they lost that kid and the Rashada. Well,
1: Rashada was going to Florida, right? That's who he was... That's where he was going. Oh, yeah, what... Yeah, what am I thinking? Sorry. Yeah. Huh. Well... But Florida State's had five, six consecutive, 17, 18, 20, 21. Like, if you go look at the best kids in the state of Florida here recently, it feels like they're not all of them, but a lot of them are going to Georgia and Alabama. But, sure, like, Florida's going to get right at some point. They're just – they're one of those programs that will eventually get right, and it will help beating Florida if you can do it on a regular basis.
0: Sure. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. If – if we go to the SEC and we're winning 10 games, like, it'll help to beat Florida, but your recruiting is going to be banging, right?
1: Yeah. The, if, you, if, this if, won't be your last top five class that you got this past year.
0: If, if we go to the SEC and we, we are coming off of a good – like we go have a good year this year, which I think we will, and our rosters in, in g- going to be in a really good spot, and we go down there and we announce our our uh, presence in the SEC and come out win ten games, and uh, who knows have a, have a chance to make the SEC championship game or something, I uh, that you you are going to be on a rocket ship around here.
1: Wow, best case scenario, you're beating Florida on a regular basis. You've got it going, obviously, but you're beating Florida on a regular basis and you're beating Texas on a regular basis while A and M is seemingly still floundering around. Because yeah. like the stretch that I recall where OU was really beaten up on Texas and Texas AM I mean the stretch from two thousand to two thousand and four, like O. U. had owned Texas, right? And yeah. I guess the only loss to A and M during that time period was what, two thousand and two, I guess. So you're like nine and one against those two teams during that stretch. That's when we were seeing Adrian Peterson, number one overall recruit, coming here. Tommy Harris coming here. I know Rhett Bomar didn't work out, but he was a five-star quarterback from Texas. Like We've seen it, man. If you can get a nice little stretch against Texas and A&M still trying to find their way. like We're talking about the impact of Florida, but there's a lot to gain in the state of Texas, too, when it comes to recruiting, if well, you're the best program.
0: And here's the other part of that. We haven't even we just kinda of glossed over this, but in this report by Ross Dellinger, and again, it's not official, it's just best guess, and he's been talking to SEC insiders, but Texas and Texas A and M are gonna play each other every year. And there's gonna be a winner and loser when it comes to recruiting from that situation. And I tend to think it's gonna be A and M is gonna be the big loser. And the way that they've recruited recently, I, I don't think that that's going to continue. Because like, someone's going to be Big Dog and the other one's going to be Little Dog or Little Brother. And like all of a sudden, that's going to open up a lot of top recruits to go elsewhere. So that's something to think about. Like That's why A&M was so pissed off about this move. Oh,
1: God. I mean, it affects them more than any other team in the SEC by far
0: it it can it can take Texas A&M from a place that like even though football like it's just recruiting and money and all of those things have been really positive and it feels like they've got a lot of good momentum now they've had some problems here recently last year was not good and there's some pressure going on there but i if they lose to Texas and they don't get 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 going really quickly I feel like they're going to fade right back into where they've kind of always been. Yep. And that's a lower-rung team to Texas. That's a
1: tough place to get out of in the SEC, man, especially now, what, what it's yeah. about to look like. Um, I just love Alabama getting the most difficult of this three games here, Auburn, Tennessee, and LSU. And, old buddy, Nick Saban's already complained about that today. Yeah. Say, like, really? Well, that's what we're going to do, guys? Really?
0: Well, I don't blame him. It's not a um, – it's it's difficult and they're used to not having uh the most difficult run now usually whenever Saban starts to pipe up people are going to listen and like we said this is not official this is not set in stone and like we don't even know necessarily that this is going to be the format that they go with correct but
1: But it feels like there's a lot of sure you know it's heading that way but yeah
0: but if they were to drop one off it's not going to – it probably be LSU that I, they drop off, I right?
1: totally agree, yeah. I was just thinking about asking you that, and I think it's LSU too. You're not going to take away Alabama-Auburn. Alabama-Tennessee, like that is – like that's a, deep, that's a long historic rivalry. That's Tennessee's biggest rival, right? It yeah. Would, it, and LSU and Alabama is more of a – That's more of a new blood rivalry in this conference. So that would be the easy one to get rid of.
0: What was um, – what was – here i've got it right here georgia is auburn florida kentucky it does is is georgia kentucky is
1: that a thing no georgia auburn is though it's the deep south's oldest rivalry what they call it
0: and georgia auburn is and georgia florida is yeah um because i'm trying to think like if, if alabama has to play auburn tennessee and lsu like the one that they would drop would be lsu and you're going to have to flip that with someone else or else it creates a domino effect and you have to change the whole thing. So I'm wondering, like, who else has an easy run of it that may have to add LSU if they were to change it for Alabama? Uh, It'll probably
1: just be Auburn. Auburn now has to play Alabama, Georgia, and LSU every single year and Bama gets their Vanderbilt game. (laughs) (laughs) be beautiful. No, it kind of looks like it's – they wanted to – like, with, with the teams that have historic rivalries, more than one, they want to put each team with at least two rivals, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm looking at um, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, LSU, like, there's there's a long history there. I don't know how relevant it is now. The Egg Bowl and then Ole Miss, LSU is there. Uh, Alabama has three virtually now on their schedule. Auburn has two. Tennessee has two on there. Georgia has two on there. Florida has really kind of won in a new rivalry with Oklahoma. So it's almost like two rivalry games and one just throw in.
0: How do you think Florida feels about their listing, of Georgia, South Carolina, and Oklahoma?
1: Um, They're good with Georgia. They're like, okay, South Carolina, that's a manageable game, though we'll see what Beamer does. (laughs) I have no idea how they would feel about Oklahoma. That's the determining factor. I would think – if Florida fans are knowledgeable at all, you like the opportunity to play Oklahoma would be pretty awesome every single year. But I don't know. Like we, we tend to look at it too from the recruiting side of things. If there is if there's something to be gained for OU playing Florida every year in recruiting, Florida won't be able to say the same about OU, right? Or Oklahoma right. recruiting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. Yeah. But I would still think Florida would be excited about the possibility of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably so. um, A&M, they got LSU, Texas, and Mississippi State. And I know Texas is, as of right now, nothing special, but that is a high-priority game with a lot on the line. And LSU, is they're about to come into it, and they're about to go on another run, I feel like. You can't feel like I don't know that there's any other format out there that you would feel good about, but I don't think a And M probably feels very good about what they're up against.
1: Nine five one. Does a And M look to look north to the Big Ten out of spite? No, no way. That'd be a death nail right there. Gunner, uh, Gunner from Grove says there are Gators in Oklahoma, so the Florida rivalry would be natural. Yeah,
0: that's where right.
1: where are their Gators at in Oklahoma? South
0: southeast corner. There's Gators down there. Um, Interesting. Some people say there's gators in Eufaula in Lake. I mean, there's rumors of them in a bunch of different places, but uh, definitely the southeastern part of Oklahoma, they're there for sure. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Stay tuned.
2: This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
3: GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC truck series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers.
1: Now that open enrollment for health care coverage has ended, there's still several options to consider that just might benefit you. Need to purchase your own health insurance? Confused about Medicare? Considering offering benefits to your employees? Call the agents at Allison Insurance, featuring 70-plus years of combined insurance business experience. They're able to help clients avoid mistakes when purchasing individual or group health insurance. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. They are the experts. Life's too short for small buns. 405 Burger Bar has moved locations to Main Street in the heart of Norman. With handmade Oklahoma onion burgers and a full bar, 405 Burger Bar will be your favorite place to watch games. Follow us on Instagram at 405 Burger Bar to learn more about our burgers, bar, and sports bar atmosphere. 405 Burger Bar, Main Street in Norman, just east of I-35. 405 Burger Bar in Norman on Main Street. Big buns, real meats.
2: Victory Family Church, it's more than just a church, it's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at VictoryFamily.Church.
3: Matthew.
2: Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
3: I know that a lot of times, Mom,
1: it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
0: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
3: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs,
2: visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
1: Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com. The Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you this hour of the rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I don't know how he's doing it. I suspected him of cheating the previous five times that Teddy guessed the uh, spread of the OU basketball game dead on balls accurate. I don't know how he's doing it. Let's see if he can do it again, though. TCU and OU tomorrow at the Lloyd Noble Center, 2 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. What's the spread tomorrow? For the 22nd-ranked Horned Frogs and the unranked Sooners. OU minus one and a half. Finally, you got a miss. I got a miss? Yeah, TCU minus two. Really? Yeah. I think you got a –
0: I think you probably got to lay or I guess take the points with Oklahoma.
1: You do? You just got to?
0: Yeah, they're going to win that
1: basketball game. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I mean, it – you know. Because they're so, going to shoot it well, and TCU is going to have an off night. Is that is that why they're going to win it? Yeah,
0: um, someone under the radar. It was uh, was Jacob Groves against ISU. Um, just pick someone random off the the roster, and they're going to
1: have a huge night. Uh, okay, I'll pick someone random off the roster. How about Joe Bammesil? Who played five minutes against Kansas State? Yeah, zero Perfect. points. Perfect candidate. That's it. Joe Bo- Joe Bamisil goes for a thirty-two tomorrow against TCU. You heard it here uh, first.
0: Well, 30, It's gonna it's gonna be more like uh, twenty-one.
1: It's an interesting um, spot that OU's in. I, I I guess it it could have nit implications. You know. But in terms of NCAA tournament implications, this game has zero. It's either win the tur- win the Big 12 tournament or you're not going. It's that simple. So yeah. this game tomorrow is more of a, well, let's get at least one game under 500 before we go to Kansas City in hopes of winning a couple and getting an IT bid. That's what tomorrow's about essentially.
0: Right. So what's the um... What's the tournament going to look like? Are we going to be in the, like, yes. the play-in game, the early e, game?
1: Well, yeah, the 6 through, through 10 seeds are. Uh, I believe OU is locked into the 10 seed now. Yeah, they are. Right. So you might be playing uh, an Oklahoma State in that first-round matchup. Okay. I know they swept you, but that's, that's a game you can win, right? I, at least I think it is. I don't know. Does it matter who it is? No. Honestly? No, it really doesn't.
0: I, I don't know that we match up. Like there's a, a Well, it's a bad matchup match against those well. guys. That's, that's, a, yeah. that's
1: a very fair point. It's a bad matchup against those guys. We've seen that twice. And if you do win that game, you're going to have to play, I believe, Kansas. Well, Kansas got a two-game lead on everyone going in the final game, so they're going to win the league outright. So you'll play KU and Kansas City in the next round. So, right. yeah, this team's got its work cut out for them. And that we'll play KU
0: no matter what. Is it because they'll they'll reseed it right? The, will they play the worst?
1: Yeah, yeah, going I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I think they'll play KU. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Which you know, hey, I I,
0: I know it's been a frustrating year for those guys. Um, you know, I what are you going to say? It's just uh, they athletically, we just don't stack up with the rest of the conference. We we've got to get more athletic, specifically in the front court. We got to get some more length. Like I, Tanner Groves, I think, all things considered, I think he's had a really good year. Because, in my opinion, and and you may differ on this, I'd like to hear what people think. I I don't think he's he's playing out of position.
1: Well, I don't think very many people would disagree with that. Yeah,
0: he's he's just he's being asked to do things that he's he's just not really made out to do i mean he's 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 a big and he's more content with hanging around the three-point line this is the Uh,
1: worst league to be playing out of position as a big
0: yeah it is every pretty much week in week out you're against great length and athleticism in the front
1: court and we just don't have it it's gonna be the case again tomorrow by the way you know and it's
0: it's not porter moser's fault that like i know he doesn't like the roster is not built the way that he wants it to be built, you know, and I, I know that that's the case, but, you know, at some point you've got to be able to get over the hump and start getting some of that talent in. It's just – that's just the nature of it. I don't know how they do that. They've got to get the – got to get hoops, NIL, up and running, and I think that's coming, but it, they're just – if they don't, they're going to be perpetually stuck in this – in this little groove that they're in where they've got to be great shooting the three. And that's just,
1: it's not easy. you got no margin for error. Uh, Greg from Lawton says, have a good weekend, guys. Headed to Norman for women's gymnastics. Boom. Nice. Yeah, one versus two matchup. OU and Florida tonight. Speaking of, we've been talking about Florida all day long. Really?
0: Okay. How about that?
1: Yeah. 7.45 7:45 tonight at the Lloyd Noble Center, ESPN two. Woohoo. they're gonna have a big crowd out there for, uh, for that's that one cool. tonight. Yeah, that's cool. One versus two matchup, awesome. They uh, what do they what do they have? Four out of the past six national championships. OU women's gym. I believe it's four out of the past six. Is that right? Who
0: has has Florida won one recently? Did Florida win
1: one a few years ago? Uh, I thought maybe Florida had won one. Anyway, yeah. I mean, they're the SEC, very good in women's gymnastics as well. Florida's really good. LSU's really good. Alabama's really good. It's just.
0: It's going to be good in all sports. It's going to help Oklahoma in all sports. I, Do you agree seriously. with me that I know a lot of people say we're going to go to the SEC in baseball and get killed, but. I think it's going to
1: help our baseball program tremendously. Do you? What do you think? I'm a little bit more hesitant on that. Like, why, why do you? Why do you think that? Just the recruiting will get better. Like the the competition helps. Like, what's your what's your theory? I,
0: all of the above. I think the recruiting is is going to get better. I think the competition is going to help us get better. I think the the fact that we all it's going to be apparent how far behind in funding we are in baseball than everyone else is going to force us to have to pour money into the program to get on the level of everyone else. And I think ultimately it's going to make the program better. I don't think it's going to happen overnight, but I do think that in not a very uh, long period of time that it's going to help our program be way more competitive.
1: The reason why, and that's fair points, but the reason why I'm so hesitant is the SEC is looked at as, oh, my gosh, it is a football conference, and it is a football conference. I think top to bottom, at the top it's the best. I think depth-wise it's the best as well. But where the SEC has the most depth in any, in any sport, and I don't think it's that close, is in baseball, man. Arkansas is a big-time program. LSU is a big-time program. Ole Miss just won a championship. Mississippi State just won a championship. Florida's a big-time program. South Carolina's won a championship in the past, what, 15 years. Uh, they pour a lot into that. Tennessee was ranked number one virtually all of last year. They're getting it going. A&M is a, is a program with a great ballpark. You know about uh, Texas and, and Tennessee as well. It's, it's just a – it is a stacked conference, man, top to bottom. It's, well, it's the difficult. Truth is
0: the SEC is a football conference – But it's also a baseball conference, softball conference, track conference, um, gymnastics conference. It's really all of the above.
1: I didn't even mention Vandy in there, too. They've got a great program. Vandy's got a great baseball program.
0: I mean, the only thing that they're really lagging in is basketball. and
1: They still have as many blue bloods in basketball as they do football. With that being said.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, that's all it's every sport there really is no letdown so but
1: baseball is just brutal yeah, man i mean they have just invested so baseball is the second biggest sport in that conference like softball they they poured a lot of money into but baseball is kind of for a lot of those schools it's the second biggest sport on campus so what ou you, like ou's got some real catching up to do in that department
0: well let me ask you what is we know that um, baseball attendance has really fallen off, but what do you think is going to happen with attendance? Like, even if we're, let's say we're not we're not in a good spot going in, but what do you think attendance is going to look like? If you know, we've got a home schedule with some of those huge programs that are. You coming It'll get a lot better,
1: man. Of course, LSU I, coming I mean, in would be awesome. Sure.
0: I don't know what their what a typical SEC baseball schedule look like like how many of those big name programs that you end up hosting I, I don't know what that what that is but I got to imagine it's going to look pretty impressive.
1: You know what the SEC like what they've done a great job of baseball wise because we talk about well is the game appealing to a younger audience? I don't know if it is nationally or not, but in the southeast it is. It is a party at those ballparks, oh, man. Oh, man, it's incredible. Ole like, Miss or Mississippi State, they have captured that young audience. They have made it a party. They have – I mean, it's – their attendance is crazy across the league.
0: When the postseason starts, those games are – they look like I – mean, it looks like a rock concert more than it does a baseball game. I know. It's wild. We'll get there. I Hope think we'll so. get there. I think, you know – I just think there's been so much just malaise generally that has set in, you know, definitely in football with our home schedule, but I think really across a lot of sports, and I just think the move is going to reinvigor the fan base to get out and see what the new conference is like, see what these new teams and fan bases, and I think it's going to be that way in all sports, I do.
1: Yeah, the the dynamics of – like, just the OU baseball program, like where it sits geographically, it, it's shown over time that it can win at a high level and it can win national championships. Yeah. It's won two of them. College World Series, two in the past, what, 15 years now? There's some good high school baseball in the state of Oklahoma. Small school, big school. Like, o- o- Oklahoma, if it's known for any sport in terms of D1 talent on a year-in, year-out basis, you may be able to make a pretty strong point or strong argument for baseball. And yeah. The state of Texas is really good too, you know. So, yeah. just recruiting wise, it's in a position to have good teams year in and year out.
0: And I think they're, I think they're in a. I think their their coaching staff, as long as everything stays kind of how it is, and you know, you got some good money pouring in, they've got some renovations going on, adding some facility stuff. So, I think they're in a good position now. It's going to be a struggle, but um, I just think being a part of it's going to help. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Couple of segments left here from Riverwind. Stay tuned.
2: Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24 7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405 651 3439.
3: For more than 45 years, Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner has been a favorite of Sooner fans everywhere. It's where you will find all the latest Sooner gear for men, women, children, and even your dog. From hats and tees to shorts and socks, they have you covered from head to toe with great brands like Jordan, Nike, Antigua, Champion, Game Day Couture, and many others. Balfour also has everything you need to let your Sooner pride shine with Oklahoma auto and golf accessories, home and garden items, tailgating supplies, and photos of Sooner greats. You can support OU basketball, gymnastics, baseball, softball, or any of our other Sooner teams and dress the part with the great selection at Balfour. Independently owned, Jerry and Libby thank you for your continued support and encourage you to shop local whenever you can, including Oklahoma merchandise from Balfour or shop online from wherever you are at CrimsonProud.com, where you will find everything sooner.
2: The word is spreading and the Ref Army is growing.
1: All right, man, you heard it. Let's move, move, move,
2: move, move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
0: Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. While serving in Iraq, our vehicle was hit. They
2: didn't think I was going to make it. I'm LaToya Lucas, and I'm a veteran. I had to learn to live with the scars, both visible and invisible.
3: DAV helps veterans like LaToya get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year.
2: My victory is overcoming my wounds so I can help other veterans.
3: Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org.
1: Does your disability make it harder to find a job?
2: Yes, absolutely. DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of
1: Rehabilitation Services. DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities. Who really want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help. Contact
2: DRS, 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov
3: sooner nation don't miss your chance to catch double the sports action with this exclusive basketball ticket offer for a limited time you can purchase four tickets for forty dollars to the sooner men's basketball game versus tcu on march 4th with your ticket purchase you'll also receive same day access to the sooner men's gymnastics meet versus michigan to purchase this special offer visit sooner hoops or call the ou athletics ticket office at 405-325-2424
1: Taking you into the weekend, it's the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Laban, Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of the rush. Drew from Flower Mound says, I definitely think our baseball team will be rejuvenated. Making the College World Series last year was just the beginning. Yeah, you would think, well, one would think they would be rejuvenated after being two wins away from a championship.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um I, I know there's some good things coming with the program and you know, you're, you're I think last year, well, I, I don't want to, it's, it wasn't a fluke. They had all of the right things come together at the re- right time. They got healthy and they had a pitcher go on, you know, one of the, the best roles that we've seen. Uh, the bats were hot. Just everything kind of came together at the right time. And like, I don't mean to suggest like that's not going to happen again. I think, I think it absolutely can happen again. Um, You know, but sometimes it just, it, it takes a little bit more. You've got to have a little bit of luck in there. You got to get hot. You got to get some momentum and all of that came together last year. Now they need to, we, we always talk about this, but they need to make or give themselves a larger margin for error with, you know, um, deeper bullpen, you know, uh, you know, better arms across, bats, all of those things, and I think they're doing that. They think they've got some good talent there. They just, you know, got to continue to progress, get better and better, and think it will all happen.
1: Text line on this, uh, Shark says, OU's baseball facility will be next to worst in the SEC. The only one behind yeah. it will be Missouri. There's some truth to that, and some are saying, well, OU's just going to be like Missouri in the SEC, like the – the uh, uh, the competition the didn't help Missouri. Yeah, they just sunk to the bottom even further. So that, that's what OU's gonna be like. It, it all depends, to me, on how much they invest in the program. I, I know that's the no dust statement of the day, but Missouri really hasn't invested anything in baseball, and they've sunk to the bottom. But A and M's done just fine in the SEC because they invested a whole lot of money into it. So but, if you don't invest money into into a sport in the SEC, you're yeah, it's you're you're gonna feel it, man.
0: How is – is Missouri a – like formerly a really good baseball program?
1: I mean, they've had good players in the past, some really good Major League Baseball players, and they were a good team at the time in the Big 12. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Missouri's ever been a college baseball powerhouse, though. I mean – I don't know if my, in my lifetime they've even made it to Omaha.
0: We just went to the World Series final last year. I, how I just I don't know, man. I think that's a stretch to say that we'll just be Missouri.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, o- 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 OU. No, I mean, o- OU's been a better program historically than Missouri has. Yeah. I mean, at least in the past thirty years, I would say that that's definitely been the case. Well, there's people that think we're going
0: to go to the SEC in football and just become a Missouri as well. So, and maybe those folks are going to end up being correct but i don't know i think that I think that we've shown in in pretty much every single sport that at times we can be as competitive as anyone else and really whenever we're we're in the best of the best type of situation the conference the most difficult I feel like we've always answered the call but i don't know uh, so hey like i'm not ignorant to the fact that things are going to have to get better. But the reason why you're going is because the money is going to pour in to the program for making the move. Like that's going to help. It's going to help across, you know, all different sectors. I think that, you know, we still have some things happening in basketball to where, you know, there's possibility of a new arena and a ton of momentum in, in that regard.
1: So I don't know. I guess right now, I contend that the future's bright in all sports. Just count these for me, like these SEC baseball programs that have been really good historically, recently, whatever. Um, South Carolina, yes. Florida, yes. Ole Miss, yes. Vandy, yes. Arkansas, yes. Uh, did I already say Florida? By the way, these are out of order here. Um, Tennessee has been good recently. LSU's been good recently. Uh, There's, like, eight or nine in here that I'm looking at saying, like, dang, they've got it." even Kentucky's had some good teams recently. Really, the only teams that haven't, like, Alabama, for whatever reason, hasn't really ever been good in baseball. Georgia, it's been a while. But outside of that, man, I can point to recent years where the rest of the SEC has been dominant in baseball.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not suggesting that we're going to show up into the SEC and be dominant in
1: baseball, but I think we can be incredibly uh, competitive. You should do that, though. Friday hot take, going to the weekend with that one.
0: Okay, we're going to go to the SEC and be dominant in baseball.
1: Someone send that to Paul Feinbaum and let them melt down over that this weekend, please. Yeah, I would really like to ruin their weekend with that take. Yeah, sure. What
0: we took down – who did we beat last year? We beat A&M. Notre Dame, Notre
1: Dame, A&M again. And then that was the Ole Miss series after that, I believe.
0: Yeah, that was. Dang it. Ole Miss. Huh? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All sports. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Quick timeout, final break of the day. We'll come back and wrap things up here from Riverwind. Stay with us.
2: This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
3: GMC continues its commitment to professional grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the